0: so many upgrades lately. Do you think the theme song needs an upgrade? I
1: don't know.
0: needs to be like a more polished version. Who knows? Maybe the next time people tap into the Parababble there'll be a new theme song. Yeah. Could happen. It could happen. I like it. Who's that other voice? Jeff, you've changed so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have. Yes. I go by Cheryl
2: now. <laughs> wow, that abduction
0: really did wonders for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so we're here at Parababble, and we have our favorite guest host with us mm-hmm. again oh, on so another sweet. fun episode <laughs> of our Parababble podcast. Thanks for
2: letting me hang out.
0: This oh, has been fun. We're glad to have you down this walk down memory lane part two absolutely yeah right Rob that's right are you so excited right for this I episode
1: I am are you sure I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got to remember
0: it's a long
1: time since yeah. we've been to
0: this place so. yeah it has been but we, we had a lot of good times at this place yes we did yep been across the street from this place yes
2: yeah. around the block you had around Yeah. had the block yeah. looking for graveyards <laughs> yep
0: Where there weren't any. Yep. Yep. One stop late town. Oh gosh, yeah. Nice
2: little restaurant to eat there. Little kitchen. Yeah. Sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. But yeah. So, (laughs) Jeff is still on hiatus. Yeah. He's off hunting the Jersey Devil. Sure, we'll go with that. (laughs) (laughs) But we have our prone member with us tonight. Our paranormal researchers of Niagara and Erie. That's right.
1: Our professional renovators of New England.
0: Sure. Yep. (laughs) Everything old is new again. Mm -hmm. So we're still in our spooky season of ghosts and goblins and witches and... And veils and... Yeah. yeah. All kinds of good stuff going on. It's our favorite time of the year. Absolutely. Because we get to be ourselves. Yeah. No one looks at you weird. (laughs) I get to wear my witch hat around in public, and no one, like, gives me weird eyeballs about it. Because, you know, they do if you wear it in June, but not if you wear it in October. Yeah. So. Pish, posh, whatever. (laughs) Pish, posh, Macintosh. So, we did an episode last time about one of our favorite haunts. (laughs) (laughs) That was good, right? You're so clever. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we're continuing on that path tonight. Walk down memory lane of one of our other favorite places to go and investigate. One of our
1: all-time favorites. All-time yeah. All favorites. Time, well, I'd say so.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We spent What's many, nice year, many a weekends there. <laughs> yes. Weekends, literally weekends. Oh, weekends. yes. Yep. Come up on a Friday. Don't leave till a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Been there every season. Yep. Yeah. Eat there. Sleep there. Investigate there. Crazy. Pass
1: out there, get woken up by ghosts there. Yep, yep.
0: Definitely. Cheryl wakes up and almost steps on me because I'm sleeping on the floor I was in her bedroom. Because I was too scared to sleep in my own room. Oh, mm. gosh. What does that say about a paranormal investigator who's afraid to sleep in their own room by themselves and has to go and find their best friend because they're too afraid to sleep anywhere else? Well, that's because that
2: place definitely <laughs> had enough going on that. For sure. (laughs) You felt like you should team up.
0: (laughs) So tonight we're going to talk about the Knickerbocker Hotel. The Knickerbocker Hotel. (laughs) In good old Lyonsville, Pennsylvania.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Little tiny town. Yep. So this place is owned by one of our favorite people, Peg Nick. Peg Knickerbocker, right? Yep. And how did we first find out about it? Do you guys remember? I have no idea. God, I don't remember either. I don't know
2: if it was. Oh, I can't even think about it. Like I, I, don't know if we stumbled across it or if it was word of mouth or. I think it was like the second place I ever investigated.
0: So, I believe we came across this because there had been a show that came out and investigated there. Oh. <clears throat> yep. And you still? We still went after you, because I didn't see the show. Paranormal State. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. They had come out and done an episode there. And I was quite a- obsessed with Paranormal State at the time. Mm-hmm. Ryan Buell, like, mm-hmm. hello. And um, he did end up wanting to harvest my uterus, but... <laughs> That's, you know, his Latin wasn't the best. No, his Latin was not the best. I mean, and that could have been during his off years, you know. I feel yeah. like he's come full circle and you know, is back on track at this point. So we had heard about this place, the Knickerbocker, and it was like, oh, seems kind of cool. Maybe we should try to go there.
1: Wasn't representative on the show, I, th- I would say.
0: I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. But there were still some things that had happened there. So we wanted to go check it out. So we got in touch with Peg, and Peg was like, yeah, if you want to come, you can come. So we got mm-hmm. in the car. We drove three and a half hours away. And that was the start of... Many, 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 many trips to Minesville, Pennsylvania. Yes. So if you had to describe the Nick to somebody who's never seen it, what would you say about it? It fits the
2: town as far as a small town of like a very old building, also like a ghost town kind of feel, just because it's small and just the building is so mammoth.
0: Yep, it is a big building, definitely uh three stories yeah yeah right yep three Three stories and the basement and tons and tons of rooms because at one point it was a functional hotel and i think the thing that struck me about it the first time coming in was not only just the feel of the building but how meticulous peg has always been about making like each room its own time capsule Yeah. yeah absolutely So each room, it's done in a different period, a different setup. So there would be, like, one room that might be a bedroom, one room that might be a kitchen, one room that might be, you know, like a living room. um, With, like, all different kinds of things from those periods. Like, she really put a lot of effort into, like, getting it right. Yeah, lots of love. Yep. And I think one of the things that was most impressive is, you know,
1: like you said, we kept going there multiple times a year. And it's like every time we go there the rooms would be different completely and completely yes entirely different it'd be completely
0: unrecognizable yes so initially some of the things that we had heard about the place was things getting moved and disappearing that was like a common thing you'd put something down you come back it wouldn't be there and then it would show up like a week later someplace else um shadow people disembodied voices Footsteps, things, you know, moving around in rooms that you weren't in. Um, am I missing anything? Lights turning on and off.
1: Yeah. As you're
0: saying these things, like I'm remembering things that happen now. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yep. So when we first started going there, we were, you know, I I think we were pretty seasoned at that point. You know, we'd seen enough. I wasn't. Oh, I mean, you'd done a lot of, so, I mean, when you first started before you were like officially in prone, I mean, we used to go to those meetups at Iron Island. We used to investigate every time after those meetups. That's all I had done. Which is how we got to know you.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, that's, that's why I said that's the Knickerbocker was the second place I ever went to. Cause you guys were like, you want to go? I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I barely know you guys, <laughs> yeah. but sure.
0: Yeah. I'll get in a car and drive three hours away with you. No mm-hmm. problem. Um, you were just like, you had no choice. I mean, you were Mm going to get stuck with us no matter what. Yeah. 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 So going there and kind of meeting Peg for the first time, she was very welcoming. And, you know, it was kind of like you guys do whatever you have the run of the place. Mm -hmm. So I remember investigating the basement down there, doing like some EVP and hack sessions. Um, do you remember any of those hack sessions down in the basement?
1: Yes, and that's funny because I remember the
0: last episode we just from a couple of weeks ago uh, that we recorded,
1: not a few minutes ago. We were talking about <laughs> we were talking about EVPs in different languages, right? Yeah, we got things in different languages on that, didn't we? Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. That was, I think, one of the first places we'd probably ever used the hack and had some success with it.
1: Yeah, it was speaking, I believe it was French to us, yep. right?
0: Mm-hmm. That was really interesting. Uh, we had some experiences in that basement. People being touched. Things happening. And it's funny because I don't ever remember, like, doing too much in the basement after maybe, like, that first or second yeah. time. Yeah, I
1: was thinking about that, too, as I was looking at these EVPs for today uh, to put them together. I was like, "We know we didn't really... Like, I don't remember even going down there, like, in the later times that we went there.
0: Yeah, I don't really
2: either. Mm-hmm. I think we just end up having enough experience in the other floors that we kind of just end up being up there. and. Yeah, like, you kind of knew things. where you wanted yeah, to be. Absolutely. Yeah, like absolutely.
0: Like, the nursery and the room right across from it were always hot mm-hmm. spots. Um, that front room, yeah. like, when you first walked in, was always kind of a hot spot. Yeah. Where else was that like really?
1: the the front room on the second floor. The second
0: floor. Yep.
1: yep. Yeah, they're basically just saying the entire building, like every room. Yeah, <laughs> was I was like because it it's, it's there like, you know, and then right across and... the hall from it. Mm-hmm. There was some. And I was like, well, you know, the apartment in the back that we used to stay at—that was safe. No, it wasn't. It wasn't no, safe. it was
0: not <laughs> <Yeah>. safe. <laughs> <laughs> it, was not. it was not. No, so there was like some bedrooms mm-hmm. and stuff back there, and there was like a little kitchenette mm-hmm. area. And we had stayed there a couple of times, and the first time I ever stayed there, I got so spooked out in the middle of the night that I literally went into Cheryl's room and laid on the floor. Because I was not... And
2: it wasn't even really a room. I think it was an office Yeah, (laughs) it was was just like this kind of cot or something, and enough for one person. Yep. And I just remember looking over, and there was Allison on the floor. I was
0: like, oh, okay, well... Yeah, I literally got up in the middle of the night, I think, to, like, go and use the bathroom or something, and I came out in the hall, and one thing I always, you know, remember about the Nick is that she had mirrors everywhere. Mirrors in, like, every room. Yeah. Yeah, Mirrors everywhere. Mm -hmm. And... There was a big mirror, like the kind you stand in front of like a dressing mirror that was in that hall. Yeah. At the end of the hall. And I came out to go to the bathroom and I, you know, went to the bathroom whatever and I get out of the bathroom to go back to the room and I saw someone standing behind me in that mirror. And I was like, nope not doing it. And I literally went and got like a blanket and a pillow. And I was like, yep, where is Cheryl's room? I am sleeping in there. I am not going back there. And I'll never forget that. It was like an older man. He was like tall, thin. And I don't remember like his facial features, but I remember like a little bit of his hair and like he was just kind of dressed in like a button down shirt and like a pair of slacks, like nondescript, you know, he wasn't like. But, and it was weird because in proportion to like where I saw him, like he should have been way back, but that the hallway wasn't that long Yeah. from where the bathroom was. Cause I was in that first room where we ended up staying a bunch of times yes. after that. Cause she put the double beds in there. Yep. Um, but that was like, yeah, that was enough for me. Yeah. And I, then I refused to sleep by myself in any time that we stayed there <laughs> yes. ever again after that.
2: I just think we, it was just funny to see, you know, roll over and see you, and we both just laughed at each other, like, yep. <laughs> it's
0: like, okay. Yeah, but that apartment area was not, not safe. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Didn't you get woken up there?
1: Yes. Yeah, so in that apartment area, I got woken up. I slept, I do usually sleep in the the kitchen. Yeah, and the, the like couches. They had, well, it was the kitchen dining room area, they had the two, she had the two couches there. Yeah. And there was one one night when I was sleeping there, and I was laying on the couch, and directly behind me was the door to leave the apartment area and go and like yes. the main hallway. And I remember I was woken up by someone walking directly behind my head, and like opening the door and going out. And I just f- assumed because one I'm skeptical and two I was very drunk <laughs> <laughs> that it was just it was just uh, Kathy. Yeah. Because she used to get up super early all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. And I went back to sleep. And then when I did finally wake up for the day, I remember going downstairs. And Kathy was down there. And I just, you know, I just happened to ask her. I was like, did you go out that way this morning? She's like, no, I didn't even go in there at all. Because there's another way to, to, yep, to yep, leave there was the apartment. right down yeah, there the kitchen. It was the completely opposite direction. Yep. She's like,
2: no, I didn't even go in there at all. No one did. I don't know which would make sense because no one want to disturb you guys if you're sleeping,
0: you know.
2: But mm-hmm. yeah,
0: did not you hear like a music box there too?
2: Yes, I. How do you remember? I don't remember these things.
1: <laughs> I did. Yeah, I was sleeping in the again in the kitchen, and I was woken up by what sounded like a music box. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. Yeah, that happened a couple times in there.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. i remember you asking like just randomly like was anybody using a music box last night it's like what what are you even talking about i like
1: how all these stories it's like i wake up in the morning i'm just like (laughs) did you happen to walk behind (laughs) me when i was sleeping last night hey was anybody playing a music box during the middle of the night just a creepy 1940s sounding music box i
0: hated having to like get up in the middle of the night to go anywhere in that place Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah it was the worst (laughs) Because, like, I would flip on every single light on my yeah. way and, like, you know, just hurry up. And, like, yep. sometimes I wouldn't even look. I would just be, like, beelining back and forth because you just never knew what you were going to see. And the bathroom was so big
2: and the door was so
0: far, far away, away from it yep. that you just felt like, oh, boy.
2: Yep. <laughs> For
1: sure. Yeah, the my so like, creek open. And then... Yeah. I'd always have to Creepy. look in the shower area just to make sure no one was there just because. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm yep. Like,
0: okay. Scary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's not, you know, I mean, to say that you're ghost hunting somewhere and you're actually afraid to sleep there is like, you know, that stuff's gone on then. Mm-hmm. Because you don't feel that way just for no reason. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that. It never stopped us so until it kept coming back. <laughs> well, it did because it was so cool. Yeah. But we did have to go across the street and have some drinks so we oh, could like, try to relax and go to sleep and yes. not be worried that something was going to grab your feet in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. Yes.
1: Yeah, It was always interesting there. Oh, yeah. Investigation oh, yes. after
0: investigation
1: and then trying to sleep. Yep.
0: hmm. <laughs> I mean, do you remember like that one time that we came up into that room and we were trying to fall asleep, but we both kept feeling like there was something in the room? Yes. And it was like not necessarily a good feeling. Yeah. And we were like, okay, whatever this is, like you need to get out or leave us alone because I I always remember that feeling of just oh, yeah. being like... Kind of like, I don't want to say oppressive, but heavy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Rob's like, yeah, whatever, weirdos. <laughs> whatever. I just, just had people me. walking around and playing music boxes. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, well, there was the one time, too, that I woke up
1: on the third floor in the doll room sleeping. I was sleeping up there. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds correct. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I was not only in the room by myself, but I think no one else, of course no one else was on that third floor sleeping. Yeah. No no. one would go up there to sleep. You'd be insane. You probably lost a bet. No. I I don't have a whole lot of memory of what happened.
0: You were probably like, I'm not afraid. I'm going to go do it. Yeah, that happened,
1: and I believe somebody else that was with us guided me up there and was like, you should sleep up here, and... Yeah, I I
0: remember who that is.
1: You do? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. I think that that person was going to sleep in one of the rooms, too, and then didn't make it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, nursery room always had a weird feeling to it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the nursery room had... How many creepy-looking dolls do you think you would say?
0: Gosh. I mean, every room had a lot of dolls, especially when we donated so many of them to the Nick.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So that room in particular had several allegedly haunted dolls that Mike from our group bought yep. on eBay.
0: and There was definitely one <laughs> in particular, though. Yeah, there was one that was... Yeah. Pinky. Pinky. She was called Pinky because she was missing her pinky finger on one yeah. of her hands. And that doll had, like, the weirdest... So one of the members of our group had, like, wanted to run this experiment and bought a bunch of supposedly haunted dolls on eBay. And... Had, like, set up some cameras and, you know, recorded just, like, the dolls to see, like, if anything happened. And nothing really happened except the cameras got burnt out. And, um, (laughs) then he had, like, all these dolls and didn't know what to do with them. So, Cheryl, you took one. You still have her. I do. I took one. I still have her. Uh, Kimmy and Charlotte are still doing well. Yes. Yeah. Yep. But. My family's not a big fan, but, you know, know, I get it. Um. Yeah, the best thing ever was when we drove them home and we had them in the back seats with their seatbelts on. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we had donated a bunch of them. Well, Mike had donated a bunch of them to Peg because she you know, had offered to take them. And like, where else are you going to give somebody a bunch of potentially haunted objects? But Pinky had gone through a couple different people because initially when he, when everybody was over there, he was like, well, take whatever you want. So we kind of took which ones we felt drawn to. And one of our other friends had taken Pinky originally and returned to Pinky very quickly. So I think that somebody else had tried to take Pinky and the same kind of thing was happening. So she ended up at the Nick. And of course, Peg was like, sure, I'll take her. You know, oh, poor baby. Remember, like, when she first had Pinky and she was like, you poor thing. You poor baby. She treated
2: her, like, all the other rooms and objects of that house with lots of love.
0: Yep. She did. Remember? She, like, put new clothes on her. And she, like, washed her and, like, brushed her hair. (laughs) Yes. Pinky was never looking better. But the weirdest thing about that doll is that, you know, and we didn't put a lot of, you know, stake in those dolls really being haunted, but her face would literally change. Yes. You would look at her and sometimes she would look like a happy little baby doll mm-hmm. and you could almost see like her eyebrows turned down in like a frown and her face would like literally change. She'd go from looking like happy go lucky to looking like downright angry.
2: Yep.
1: Absolutely. Weird. Yeah. I'm going to try to find some I know I must have pictures of Pinky. I'm going to try I think one time actually when we were investigating there I took like multiple pictures to try and get like the different expressions on her face, so I'm gonna see
0: if I could find those, and I'll post those up on her Facebook. Yeah,
2: yeah. She's
0: so the Warrens had Annabelle, and we had Pinky, mm-hmm. but she seemed to be happy at the Nick because a lot of the stuff that people were reporting, you know, bad things happening when they had her, nothing like that happened when she was at the Nick. It was like she found a home. Yeah. It's like the perfect spot for her, which was great. Absolutely. But you know that room, especially that nursery room had a lot of phenomenon that would happen in it. Remember, like, lights would just go on and off by themselves? Yep. Like you, and not flashlights, like lamps. That is... That was a very common thing to have happen in there. And that feeling of heaviness... I mean, we had an incident with one of our fellow investigators that their whole demeanor and personality changed in that space. Yeah, I remember that. And they didn't even remember...
2: Yeah, no, there was a lot going on. It mm-hmm. really was, and I think that's uh, you know another reason why we always came back as well, besides the hospitality. But
0: yeah, we had a lot of uh, cool EVPs from that place. We had some scenarios where it was like time passed weird. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yep.
1: That was that's one of the weirdest claims and things that we experienced. Because uh, I never seen it or heard of it really yep. anywhere else. Almost like time vortex y things yeah. going on. Like you'd
0: start investigating and then you'd feel mm-hmm. like it had been five minutes and it was like three hours later. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. weird stuff like that would happen. Or
1: like you'd hear stories and I think we may have experienced this once too where like you'd you know, like there's that main area where Peg always was, like the bar area and the kit by the kitchen. And like sometimes people would stay back and talk with her and another group would go and investigate somewhere in the building. And you'd you'd come back like an hour later or so and you'd be like and the other people would be like, um, what's wrong? You've only been gone like five minutes. And like, we've been like, gone no, like a half been. hour, 45 <laughs> minutes. What do you mean? Yep. Like weird things like that. Yep. Yeah.
0: Or she would call you or like try mm-hmm. to like yell up to you and like people would know that she did it and we wouldn't be able to hear anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You could hear people at the bar across the street, but you couldn't hear her like yelling up yeah. the stairs to you about something. Mm-hmm. I remember those kind of weird things happening. You remember that big staircase that led up the front and how every time you were going up it, it sounded like somebody was right behind you?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Right? Like as soon as you'd start going up the stairs, yep. it would sound like somebody mm-hmm. was coming up. And if you stopped, the noise would go away. And like the moment you started walking mm-hmm. again.
2: And then you never knew what was going to reach you at the top.
0: Yep. Yeah. Because there was a damn mirror there. <laughs> remember she had yep. like the trunk and there was like a big yep. like dressing mirror on top of it? <laughs> Yep, all the vortexes everywhere with the yeah. mirrors. It's definitely some sort of, I don't know, I don't know what you would call that, like a time vortex or like slipping in out of dimensions, I don't know. I don't know, but that's the only place I've yeah. ever experienced anything like that Out of all the places yeah. we investigated. Like I've
1: heard of places that have these things. I don't think anywhere else that we've actually been to, but to actually experience it is bizarre. I, I remember I would always get Afraid to go off on my own and be like, I'll go into like some vortex and yeah, right?
0: Are you gonna find me? <laughs> well, and I'll never forget. She, we had been doing some kind of investigation there, and we saw like a part of an like a person, it was like part of an apparition. And I'll never forget talking to Peg about it and describing the man and having her walk me into that front room where like the tables were, yep. like over to the side. And have her like point directly to the person and be like, that's him, right? And it was exactly who it was. And it was just like an old photo of the front of the Knickerbocker with like some of the people from the town there. And that was like, holy crap. Yeah. What are the chances? Just nuts stuff like that happening. That, you know, it does keep you coming back again and again. And the crazy thing is that like you never knew what was going to happen. Because something would take place, and chances are you'd never experience that there again. It would be something entirely different. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, peekers, lots of, like, shadow people. Just, like, seeing different things.
1: I remember the one time we were investigating on the third floor, and we were all in that room at the top of the stairs on the left? Like the hallway that kind of opens up, or? The one straight.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. From okay. the stairs to the left.
1: Yeah. Um, and we were investigating in that room, and I think someone had their equipment case out in the hallway. Yes.
0: Oh yeah. Yes. And yes. As,
1: as we're investigating, it got kicked across the hallway. Yep. Yeah. No one was in there.
0: Yep. Yeah, I remember all of that. Us were in and the room just together. flew across the yeah. hall. Yeah, like doors moving. Mm-hmm. Doors like closing. Motion lights going on and yep. off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And never, never having, like, crazy amounts of EMF in that place either. Like, you think it was an older building. Yeah. Like, you think that that would have had a lot to do with it. But, I mean, we combed that whole place over again and again and again. And there was not, like, hot spots like you'd think there would be. Yeah. I don't remember ever finding one there. No. Mm-mm. But we had really good times there. And I think some of probably the most fun EVPs that we got, there's two that I remember. Like, this third one's going to be... You know, I, I don't know which one it is. It's going to be a surprise. <laughs> but the two that I know that we're going to listen to, I think were probably two of the funnest that we got because they're just unique to themselves, absolutely. you know? I got four, actually. Four? Four. Wow. Yeah. This really has been, like, a trip down memory lane. Yes. Uh-huh, absolutely. To yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a chupacabra in the house. <laughs> so, should we get into some of these EVPs? Yeah, let's give the people what they want. (laughs) So, (laughs) when we're talking about EVPs, we're talking about electronic voice phenomenon. If anybody's ever seen a ghost show, you've always seen, you know, these kind of EVPs come up. And, you know, I think we'll probably go through and maybe listen to one and then talk about the circumstances around which it was caught in. Yeah. So, the
1: first one I'm going to play is. uh not going to sound the best because it's going to be coming off my phone. I don't have it preloaded, but, uh, yeah, we'll give it a try. Oh, it's still closed.
0: (laughs) Yep. So that's Cheryl's voice. That's my voice saying, nope, it's still closed. Yep. Going down the hall, maybe looking at one of the doors because maybe we thought we saw something. Mm-hmm. You want to play that one more time so that people can yep. get a listen to it before we talk about it?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's still
0: closed. Still closed. Yep. Still closed. So close. Cheryl yep. wasn't alone though. No,
2: no, no. Well, I think we had had something come up where maybe the door had moved open at one point, and so we mm. decided to close the door and and see, you know, like step away for a while, see what happened, and you know, we just all it was, was just walking up those stairs and going to the one front room. I think to the, uh, I can't remember now, to the right there. And, um, you know, the door was closed still. So I was like, all right, well, the door's still not open. No, the door was never opened or anything like that. Um, We were just checking to see if the door was still closed.
0: And you clearly never heard that noise.
2: No. I. You could hear, you could tell by my response, I didn't hear that at all until yeah. we ran the, also, the tapes later.
1: Yeah, we should note that. Afterwards, when we went back to the NIC another time, we opened and closed every single door in the yes. building to see if we could recreate that
2: sound. Yes, absolutely, because we wanted to make sure that, you know, it wasn't something that maybe we had done just walking through the building or anything, um, but it never occurred, so this was unique to that visit.
0: Yeah, well, that's one thing that I think we always did a good job at is that if we thought something was not paranormal that it could have been done by us that we always tried to like debunk it and see if we could recreate it. Yeah. So do you guys remember when we played this EVP for Peg and we were like we have no idea what this is but we just want to play this for you because it's odd. Mm -hmm. And she knew immediately what it was. We kind of had an idea.
2: Yeah. I mean we had our own thought about it but clearly.
0: Yeah. So one of the phenomenons at the Nick had been ghost animals in particular a ghost cat
2: yep that people have seen mm-hmm. there sitting on chairs and just other areas of the the building and obviously was not there
0: now it should be known that peg had a dog Uh, but no cat. (laughs) And the dog would have known if there was a cat. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there definitely was no other animal besides the dog in the place. And I don't even know if the dog was there that night, but she had a black lab and this noise is definitely not from a black lab. No. No.
2: (laughs) And again, we didn't even hear it at that time. You know, as we say that after an investigation is when you go through your evidence and then when you find stuff you go back to you know the place or the owner or whomever you're working with to kind of figure out you know what they what their take is on it as well so she had had a picture yeah that's why she got so
1: excited from another group a couple weeks earlier or something yep someone had a picture of a ghost cat yep
0: on a chair chair. yeah in that same area where we caught the evp
2: Mm -hmm. Yep. yep absolutely
0: ghost cat ghost cat
1: ghost cat one more time ghost cat sure let's play it one more time ghost cat
2: ghost cat
0: ghost cat mm-hmm. that's the only time we ever caught an animal EVP yeah there was one uh, place that we investigated, which was an outdoor location, and there was a very strange sound that we caught that we couldn't figure out what it was, but it turned out it was a fox. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Do remember, you remember that? Yeah. Yep. I remember looking up... I don't remember if this was before or after
1: what did the fox say came out. <laughs> I think it was before, because otherwise I never would have been to <laughs> Or I would have known right away what it was.
0: Yep. That was, uh, you know, we do try to debunk it if we can. So Absolutely. if it's something that, you know, we think could be on this side of the plane, we definitely try to find it. So Absolutely. that was a really cool EVP that, you know, again, Peg was very excited mm-hmm. to have because it collaborated some evidence from other groups that had been there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Should we listen to another one? Yeah, let's play another one.
1: So that one was quick. Real quick. Yes. I'll play it again. Remember at all what this one was? I don't remember the context behind it, but I can tell you what it says.
2: Yeah, I don't remember what it says, but you can hear it right away. Yeah,
1: so it's a woman's voice. And she's kind of like whispering. She's saying, protect her, please. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'll play it one more time.
0: Yeah, I think this was one of those situations where we have no idea why we would catch that. Um, it wasn't, you know, the Knickerbocker has been a hotel, it was like a meeting house. It's been a couple different iterations through the years. And they used to hold dances and stuff there. that We knew that, like, on the third floor. And there used to be a door that would go out that was boarded up. Remember, like, that was, like, a Mm -hmm. whole thing where, like, things maybe sometimes were, like, residually coming through those doors that weren't really there anymore. Yeah. Um, And I think this was probably up on the very top floor. And I don't think it had anything to do with, like, our discussion or us trying to get the EVP at that time. But I do remember just, like, okay, here's here's something, and this is what it is, and you know, yeah, absolutely, just a residual kind of thing. Yeah. Under mm-hmm. the next one. Sure. Can you go near the K two meters? The green light.
1: that's very impressive.
0: I remember this one. This was clear as day as soon as I heard it. Yep. I'll play it one more time. Can you go near the K2 meter, the green light?
2: This is very impressive.
0: So this is... An opposite of like what we just heard before that. Right. Mm -hmm. So we heard this one that has like no context to it and means nothing about the current conversation. This one is something directly interacting Mm -hmm. with the investigation that's happening. So we're using a K2 meter, which, you know, is very common that, you know, just lights up. This was probably so far back where we had to put a quarter on the button. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Before they like had switches that kept themselves on yes. and had noises and other things that they did. So this was just, uh, I think that might've been Kathy <clears throat> just asking. I think so. You know, yeah. can you come over and make the light on the K2 move? And you can clearly hear a woman whisper, no, I can't come. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I'll play it one more time. Can you go near the K2 meter? Is there a green light? But I That's very impressive. So clearly, the investigators didn't hear it either at the time yeah. because they're just yeah. still going on and talking, but it's very clear. No, I can't come. Isn't that crazy? Yep. See, doesn't this make you want to go hunt all it over again? Just, it's oh. a nice memory lane here. I like it. You want to mm-hmm. pull yourself out of retirement? Let's do it. (laughs) Get more cool stuff like that.
1: I'll drive now. (laughs) I got got the SUV. I could could pack like three
0: or four people in it. We don't even need the cases anymore with the TV screens and the reels of cable. We could literally just set this up. I don't know.
1: (laughs) We could literally just set up our our podcast recorder and try to get EVPs.
0: (laughs) We should do that just in real time. Mm -hmm. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, moving along. Yes, we got one more EVP from the Nick. Okay, and if this is what I think it is, then this is my mom's favorite EVP of yeah. all time. Love yeah. shoes. Yep. Yeah. Love them shoes. Yep.
2: None of us had fancy shoes on, but you know. <laughs> I think they were talking about my shoes. They might have been. Yeah. You had probably cool sneakers on.
1: Yeah. They probably looked really cool to. to well, yeah. A dead person from the webber. Yeah. One more time, love them shoes. I
2: shoes.
0: Experience I where shoes. again, no context to it. We're not asking mm-hmm. questions. We're not, you know, having direct response. That recorder, if I think I'm correct, I think was left by itself. I think so, too, Mm because I don't think there was anybody in that room, and that's what
2: was interesting about it. That's why there's nothing before or after it, probably. Yeah. Because it was just cut. And it wasn't a demon, still. Nope. Unless
1: it's a a demon with a... (laughs) a, Like a a shoe? Yeah, like a sneakerhead demon or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but we did a lot of cool stuff there. We had some really cool table-tipping sessions at that place, too. You know, Yeah. table kind of jumping around. I don't know if you guys remember that one session where it was, like, literally on its side and still, like, moving around the room. And mm-hmm. where it flew across the room. Yep. Don't pin anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it, that's what I think was always so cool about the Nick is that you just never knew what you were going to experience absolutely and i mean it's like anything else i mean you know you go there and you have some nights that are quieter than others and some nights that you're just like okay you know it's just not yeah not amped up tonight but then other nights where it would be like non-stop everywhere you went you'd be moving from one part of the building to another and there'd be something going on so yeah absolutely definitely a cool place peg does the largest world's largest ghost hunt i think they do that still yearly um you know, it's been open to investigators for a number of years. And Peg's always been really adamant about letting people come in so that they can not only experience the phenomenon that's happening there, but also because it builds the credibility when so many other groups are coming in and getting different pieces of evidence. So oh, absolutely, if you get a chance near, anywhere near Lionville, <clears throat> Pennsylvania, check out the Knickerbocker, especially if you're going to go around the holidays. Yeah, well, absolutely. Christmas time. Every single room had different trees in it, themed out like you wouldn't believe. She does a lot of
2: fundraising as well there for a lot of great causes. So, I mean, even if you're not the type of person that's looking to do any kind of ghost hunting, I mean, she does a lot of wonderful, you know, fundraisers for different, you know, really good causes. And and that's, you know, something really nice as well. It kind of puts a net positive to the house as well. Yeah.
0: I think we've been feeling a little nostalgic about the Nick. Yeah. And I think this just opened up that door even more. We should record a podcast at the Nick. We should. Peg
1: would be awesome. We should, we should do one yeah. at
2: Jerry's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the after show. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry's. That's, well. that's parababel After Dark. <laughs> yes. The bar across the street. Yes. Jerry's. Uh,
2: good times. Good times. Well, yeah. we
0: hope that. Uh, You know, you guys enjoyed these EVPs as much as we enjoyed listening to them again. It's always fun to go back through and the archives of all of our ghost hunting stuff. And there's plenty of more places, and I'm sure we could probably pull plenty of more EVPs. So maybe down the line, we'll throw some other nostalgic episodes up there too. But we just wanted to give you a little spooky, spookiness during this spooky time of the year. Spooky season, spookiness. For sure. There you
1: go. And then our Facebook page, Paramount, where I'm going to post pictures of the and pinky, our favorite with the
0: dolls. All right. We're coming back, Peg. We're coming back. (laughs)